Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Ben. You're listening to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Mall Rats, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 70, which is quite possibly the greatest cutting room floor minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And we are going to be spending the week with Mr. Svenning and T.S. Just about, that's it. Yeah, you know. you've asked for it. You've begged for it. <laughs> it's Jeremy London week. <laughs> <laughs> it's our most interesting character and our least interesting character. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be it. It's a challenge to see if Michael Rooker can literally carry an entire scene by himself. <laughs> well, and I, we'll get into it, but... uh. They do no favors with the, the dialogue that everybody's given. So right. Minute 70 starts with Svenning shooing some suits away and ends with uh, Mr. Svenning lulling T.S. into a false sense of security. So yeah, you're, back that, you're back this week. You're back this week, Jeff. Did, did they not have enough uh, evidence on you? Or? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, we'll see if I'm back next week or if I'm back on the run. <laughs> so these these two guys, these ushering away, I probably mentioned it last week, but is that David Letterman? It does look like a Bobo David Letterman right there. <laughs> yeah, it really does. This is funny because I feel like if you make this movie today, like if you were just gonna, you were gonna make Mall Rats from the ground up, these two guys would be somebody, right? Just like some a, kind of cameo. Yeah, it would be. Um, if I mean, we've had uh, the guys from Recasting Couch on, and they refer to them as that guys, which are like people you recognize from movies. You may not know their names. Only like maniacs like me might know their name, but the yeah. average person would know their names. Like this would be a good spot to throw in two people that are like. From Saturday Night Live, yeah, or something like that. They're just gonna have a couple lines, or like somebody you just recognize. You're like, hey, I've seen that guy somewhere. Like, wasn't that guy on Breaking Bad for a couple episodes? Like one of those deals, right? That Instead guy. of hey, literally two pasty faced white guys, <laughs> who? Because I mean, the guys they they don't have much here, but later on in the movie they get a couple lines. They get to throw a couple zingers, right? They talk a little bit, but yeah. So it wouldn't kill you to give them, you know, get somebody in there that's all right, <laughs> or you at least have like one kind of person that could do it. You know, you right. get someone like, a, especially nowadays, like if Kevin makes would make this now, he has enough clout where he could get a, you know, he could get Kevin Pollock to do this. You're like, hey, come in and just do, you know, you're in here for half a day, you're in and you're out. Right. John Goodman, somebody like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the guys from Red State. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ralph Garman. Hey. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he could get Garmin in there. Get Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny, yeah, Depp. Johnny Depp. With his dick nose in there. <laughs> I don't even know if you can get Johnny Depp to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to get Johnny Depp unless you – I mean, he could play LaForge. You get him up on some stilts. I'm sure he'd love <laughs> to wear an awful-looking, like, hat. I'm sure he'd be on board for that. Some facial prosthetics. So, some of that facial prosthetics were pretty bad in the last couple. But, I mean, they made this movie for, like, $11. I think that yeah. was the problem there. That was amazing, though. I was so amazed that he got Johnny Depp for that. Well, I guess getting him for Tusk, I kind of understand because that movie's just weird enough where I could see him being like, sure, I'll do it. I can't believe he came back for Yoga Hosers. Well, I think Yoga Hosers because his kid was in it. Yeah, I guess. But, like, yeah. he, he's in it a little bit, though. It's not like – it's a couple right. scenes. He's, he's not good at it. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I don't know if you were there or not or if he did it in one of his stand-ups or he did it on one of his 800 shows he does where he talked about one of the studio execs who was like, why can't you just get Johnny Depp to be doing a whole movie for you? <laughs> and he's like – you know he makes $20 million a movie, right? Right. I can. You got the money for him? Yeah, you got to pay him $20 million? You want to give me $20 million total to make a movie. 
that accent he does is awful. I can't stand it when he, in Yoga Hoes, which I just rewatched that not too long ago. Well, it's like a terrible French-Canadian accent. Yeah. It's Have you heard anybody from there? That's what they really sound like. Is it really what they sound like? Because it's awful. Okay. It's not what they all sound like. That would be the equivalent of doing, like, a – if you were going to do, like, a New Jersey accent and you went, like, deep into, like, uh, like Jersey okay. Shore – yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, what's going on? You, oh, I went to Rocky. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> Rocky. I've been listening to too much. I've been listening to too much Rocky Minute. I guess. <laughs> that's because Doug was here last week. Yeah, that's my problem. <laughs> he's like one. Of, he's like my fifth favorite uh, host of a Rocky themed podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that after Jason right. Haynes too? Uh, I don't know. He's like top seven. <laughs> I mean, I am on a podcast with three other people. I got to put them above that. You have to, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, we'll try to go through this minute and find out what happens. So he ushers these two bozos off, fixes his uh, tie, and yeah, gets real serious. Tie. Yes, and and TS enters the frame, which uh, uh, which is his little goofy assistant had gone and get him. Yeah, which is Scott Moser, right? Yeah, Scotty Hottie Moser. Yeah. This is a this is a weird scene with Svenning. So I'm never quite sure over the course of this week. He, like he's totally switches tact like at least three times. Oh, I know. I didn't understand why he's so nice to him and then like. Nasty and then nice and then nasty again. It's crazy. Well, from the outset, I think he's lying to him when he's like, oh, you know, I was just like, I was a little frazzled earlier. I thought maybe I'd talk to you. But shortly after that, we see him. He very unconvincingly, he's supposed to be looking over TS's right shoulder. But, oh, my God, I need to I need to take this as my screen. I'm going to take this as the screenshot. He looks right down the barrel of the camera. So Michael Rooker's staring at me right now, and I'm upset. I'm trying to get to it. He's he is scary, man. I, he I'm is. Ra- I, I paused it right at 23 seconds. He's staring down the barrel of the camera, oh. and I am not happy about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's looking over at Svenning at this point, right? Isn't he trying? Yeah, to Yeah, he's looking at Svenning, but like he's looking at me like he's in a uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer again. He looks like a pit bull. He looks like a friggin' pit bull <laughs> staring at you out of the friggin' window of the house. Um, I realize TS is taller than him now. Still, he's way more intimidating than T.S. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you notice? So there's a quick second. He cuts away to LaFour's. Do you notice in the background what the guy's carrying? <laughs> it's that pylon again, right? It's that same pylon. <laughs> same pylon from earlier in the film. It looked like he was coming up an elevator with it. Is he walking up a ramp? Is that what's going on? Oh, maybe he's doing like the mime thing where he's pretending they come up a set of steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's uh, what it is. <laughs> maybe that's Sean German back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, LaForce gives him like a thumbs up. It's a weird. It's such a quick cutaway. It's less than a second. Right. I mean, if, to me, if you're going to cut away to LaForce, you got to cut away for like a couple seconds. It's so quick. You're like, wait a minute. Why, whoa, oh, we're back. We're back. Okay. I realized when I realized I liked LaForce that he, he's not really in this movie. And this and is the extended the cut where he's in it more. Right. Like, I mean, he chases the, him for a little bit. It's not. Yeah. It's There's not a lot of him in it. Yeah, so if you're watching the theatrical cut, the only part of this you see is he ushers those guys away. T.S. walks up and says, you wanted to see me? And then, like, the next minute and a half are cut. Really? Yes. They, they add in, like, a different line, but, like, most of the stuff's cut. Um, when we finish the minute, I'll try to go through some of the stuff that's cut. But this is all cut when he's, like, taps him on the shoulder. And then Jeremy Lennon starts going into, like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry about everything that happened. It's kind yeah. of my fault. Uh, what I don't like about this scene, the way it's presented right now, is it makes Svenning the victim. Right. Because he says, oh, I'm sorry about everything that happened. Because it is T.S.'s fault. He is the reason why he lost the grant. Right. Why would he's not... enable my station and myself to make a leap into syndication and viable yeah. programming, he says. Yeah. It makes him sound like you're a dick. You know, he did something wrong to him. But he did, kind of. Yeah. In this version. T.S. is yeah. like – now, 
uh, Sven is being a dick about this, but something happened. Weird. Like there was a an instigating event that made him like this. Where in the theatrical cut, if that's all you've ever seen, is the He's only the thing that happened villain. to him was that Julie Dwyer died. Right. No, Sven Which, is an evil villain at that point. It's yeah, not, he didn't. Like, do, he's got no reason for acting like that. Yeah, like T.S. said something about Julie Dwyer being heavy and then she had a problem with her because she had a fat ass in high school. But, right. like, it wasn't really T.S.'s fault. Like, one millionth of one percent his fault, maybe. <laughs> but, like, he uses that – in that movie, in that version of the movie, he uses it as a excuse to go after him. Yeah. Where this is, like, he's not quite justified to do all this, but, like, I see where he's coming from in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he like literally could have cost him hundreds of thousands or not, not millions of dollars. Right. He could have closed the station down. All he's, getting, all he's got is a lottery at this point. Yeah. And, yeah, there's a lot of – we talked about this earlier in the movie. A lot of Rooker handwork this week. And he, yeah, he's yeah, starting he's it right now. <laughs> he starts rubbing them together. He's yeah. leaning back. He's leaning forward. Yeah. It was a little, a little chilly the other day. And I went in my closet and grabbed the shirt. And I think I may have grabbed this shirt T.S. has on to put on as an undershirt when I go in outside. It had at least a half a dozen buttons on it. It had, yeah, at least th- <laughs> it had three three or four buttons on it. Only my buttons were all ripped off. I was wearing it under my clothes anyway, so it didn't matter. Oh, but okay. I would have buttoned them all the way up. I wouldn't have worn them with this one button button. Well, I believe he's got two buttons unbuttoned at this point. Yeah, he's only got one button on the bottom button. That's it. Yeah, he's got three. I guess that means that Ben Affleck's twice the man he is because he's got yeah, six buttons. He's got six buttons. He's a six-button man. He's a six-button man. <laughs> and I just noticed uh, T.S., for being in college and stuff, he's got no air on his chest at all. So <laughs> Maybe he waxes. Maybe he's on a swim team. Yeah, maybe he's on a swim Well, nowadays, you know, it wouldn't surprise me, but back in the 90s, they weren't doing that. Maybe he goes to, uh, what is it, Grand Falls University. He does the triple Lindy. <laughs> maybe he's a pro wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's Zangief. <laughs> That's a joke for everybody who saw the new, uh, new Wreck-It Ralph movie. <laughs> and just them. If not, you're just have, starting to have weird – you're having weird thoughts about Zangief for no reason. For Yeah, Street Fighter for no reason. Although, like, to be honest with you, Mr. Spenning looks like he could be a Street Fighter character. <laughs> he definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> if I was going to – I used to have those uh, wrestling games for like PlayStation 4 and I would make characters of like people I knew and people from, like I worked with and stuff. Yeah. I can make a Mr. Spenning character. He's a giant dude in a suit with a bald head. <laughs> try that nowadays. Like, my nephews, try that nowadays because my nephews still play. They take like a full day to create a character on the wrestling games now. Yeah, um, the way I used to get around it was because when I was younger, I would do that. I would go through and I would painstakingly go through every single right. step. Give them an entrance and a move and no way. I don't have um, what I ended up way. doing was I would just like um, – I would use somebody's template yeah. Like, say I'm going to create a character for myself. I would use, like, the template for, like, The Undertaker. So I'd get his whole move set. And then you would just, they would have, like, um, outfits or whatever in there already. And you just go through a bunch of them till you find one, pick that one. So it takes, like, ten minutes instead of, like, four hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I've need seen, to go through every move. Oh, my God. I've seen them pick the, the entrance music and, you know, the entrance and then each move, the lockups. It's crazy. See, that's Only where I drew the line. I could not go through... 375 moves. At most, I would do – I wouldn't mind it. You would do the entrance. Even though it's funny, though, you watch right. the entrance like two or three times, and then from then on, you're always skipping it. Yeah, you never – I'll watch this. Click. Right, yeah, the, the finisher. That's about finisher, it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And maybe like what weapons were stored underneath the thing because that's all I did was <laughs> grab the weapons and beat people with chairs the whole time. Right. Get them counted out. Jump back in and wait for them to get counted out. Yeah, that was the best way to win. Drag them all the way down the aisle to like Albany, <laughs> like all the way up by the entrance to the building, yeah. and then try to run back in. <laughs> accidentally screw it up, get a double count out, and be like, oh, whoops. Ah, so, 
Unfortunately, there is nobody getting hit with a chair this minute. I wish. <laughs> Except for the audience. <laughs> All right. Now, let me try to go to – oh, no. I don't think we get that far in this minute because he only gets up to yeah, – I have a little bit for maybe next minute of some of the stuff that he says, but I don't think that's in this minute. Yeah, it doesn't say a whole lot. They're chatting. And he would have messed up. He messed up his station. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it cuts off. Yeah, I don't I, – I, maybe – he said he'd have to go to network execs and beg for a job. No big deal. It's it's and that's okay. Yeah, it's no big deal. I was yeah. gonna have my own station and be in syndication. And, you know, I'd be able to put Baywatch on TV, but instead I'm here. You're right, begging, sucking up. He he thought he was done sucking up when he sucked up to the governor in the beginning of this. Yeah. What is on his tie? Which uh, Rooker's tie? Spending. Yeah. It's just an, it's an ugly brown check pattern. It looks like framed bowling balls or something on his tie. What? <laughs> It's check it out. It's frame bowling balls. <laughs> I thought it looked like turtles. <laughs> I feel like that's not right though. It's probably not turtles. Yeah, I can't see what it is. It could. It's probably they just squares. I don't know. He's a square, yeah, so they're squares. Listen, I would love to talk more about this conversation between TS and uh, Svenning, but uh, literally we have the whole week to talk about. Yeah, we got another two days of this. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, why don't you tell the people where they can find us? You can come to DuelingShower.com. We're the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We covered the movie Clerks one minute at a time. And we're working our way through Mallrats. You can go back and find our old podcast, The Burbs Minute, where we covered the Tom Hanks movie, The Burbs, one minute at a time. You got anything else? Uh, why don't you go uh, shoot over our Public site and look us up over there. Oh, I like that. Yeah, uh, good luck with it, though. They don't have the greatest search engine. No. So, like, if you put in Jane Silent Bob, you'd be lucky to get... Not only would you probably not find us, but you may not even find Jay and Silent Bob stuff. It's a really weird thing. You're better off going Jay and Silent Bob Minute, really, or Burbs Minute. Burbs, Burbs Minute. If you put the Burbs Minute in and go down, like, uh, maybe, like, 10 or 15 shirts, you get to, like, our first Burbs shirt. And then just yeah. click on the Burbs Minute, like, the name of the store, and then you'll get all of our shirts. They make great They're Christmas all pretty gifts. interesting. They make great Christmas gifts. Yeah, they make great <laughs> Christmas gifts. Pick one up for your family so they can look at it and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Your love for you is like a what? What is this truck? <laughs> My wife, I don't know what that truck shirt means. <laughs> <laughs> Your truck shirt makes no sense. You make no sense. <laughs> yeah, because I have uh, the Jane Silent Bob minute shirt with the two people on the front of it. Yeah. And I was wearing it. My wife's like, are you wearing a shirt with you and your stupid friend on the front of it? <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> Why? Do you think it's inappropriate to wear to this wedding? <laughs> What, your grandma's funeral wasn't there yeah. for me to win? I think I, I could see your grandma's nipples through her burial dress. <laughs> all right. I, I think that's enough. I think that's all I can handle for this week. Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 65, which is quite possibly the greatest cutting room floor minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. Hold on. <laughs> oh, you fucking we're, piece of shit. What is wrong with you? We're covering Minute 70, not 65. Oh, god damn it. Because <laughs> it's 65 is the last one we did. 